The Discover College Soccer Podcast is sponsored by VO. VO is the number one AI camera solution helping players capture college recruitment videos. Check out their new starter and family options by clicking on the link in the description or visit Discover College Soccer to learn more. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Discover College Soccer. Today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Coach Leah Stringer from the Lincoln University Women's Program in Missouri. Welcome, Coach. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. I This... You know, it's funny. Every, I keep getting new, new firsts uh, yeah. on this podcast, and I have talked to coaches who are new to programs, and I've even mm-hmm. talked to some who are starting programs. But you're actually twelve months away from your yeah. first season, so we, this is this is a first where. And kudos to Lincoln for giving you time because I know yeah, there's some yeah, people who who do yeah, not yeah. have that much time starting a program. So what's it been like? Because uh, I guess you've really only been there a month, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I've uh, been here about a month. Honestly, it's just been a lot of recruiting, getting getting out there, uh, and making sure people know, hey, there's there's another option out here in Jefferson City at the Division Two level, and yeah, just trying to promote the university and then the soccer program as well. Well, and normally on these, I like to start with recruiting and, and usually yeah. people are, you know, they're working on at least the next year and maybe two years and, and those kinds of things where, so you're really looking at class of 24 um, yes. and and per- perhaps even 25s already, you know, and, and yeah, really yeah, yeah. working that. Last. So how are you approaching recruiting for a program that doesn't start for a year where, you know, what, what has your focus been? Yeah, honestly, right now I've been trying to focus hard on the 24 class. Um, initially, I did try to do two classes at once, and it, it kind of turned into a lot to handle. Um, so right now, yeah, just focus on a 24 class, um, whether it's, you know, incoming freshmen, transfers, JUCO transfers. Yeah, just, just anyone, you know, that that will be available for me this upcoming fall for, for our, our start of the season. So, yeah. So what did what what is your goal roster size for for year one of a brand new program? Ah, uh, yeah, good question. Right now, I'm looking at probably wanting a, a roster around thirty. Uh, I think that's a decent number. Uh, obviously, with the women's game, injuries a very big factor to have to factor in. So I think if I if I set my number at around thirty, maybe have around three to four keepers within that, keeping me keeping me around twenty six to twenty seven field players. You know, to try to uh, account for those injuries or mishaps, anything like that. Uh, so yeah, I'm trying to keep it around 30. Um, at the same time, I'm not going to lie. If I get to that 30 number and another girl comes across and, and wants to join what we're trying to build here, I'm not going to deny that. So yeah. Well, and, and then w- within that kind of what's your goal? I mean, you mentioned, you know, transfers and, and junior college and all that kind of stuff. So what is your hope uh, in that first roster of kind of breakdown mm-hmm. by class, you see it, yeah. you know, ha- how freshman heavy do you expect it? That kind of thing. Yeah. So honestly, I'm expecting to be very freshman heavy uh, outside looking in. That's probably not what many coaches would want, but if I can get that core group uh, and actually have them for about four years, it's like, you're, you're not only in my first recruiting class, but you're helping me sit down the groundwork. You're helping me, you know, create that culture and that identity and family environment that I'm wanting to bring here. Uh, but at the same time, I would like to have, you know, maybe a hand, hand few, maybe 10, 10 to 12 that are about, you know, transfers and everything like that. Cause I, I think the, the older maturity and, and the experience of the college game will, will help me a lot. But, you know, ideally looking to have majority of that class be freshmen, 
just because it's like they don't know what they don't know. Um, and it's like, you know, we go in, new conference, new team, new everything. You know, like I said, it's like just building in, building them and molding them to to be what it is what we're trying to build. Well, and being Division Two, and even in the conference you guys are going to be in, uh, there there is a, a good mix of international players usually on a lot of those rosters. So are you looking internationally at all to fill some of those slots too? Yeah, definitely uh, open to internationals. Obviously, just like, you know, the kids from in the States, it's just a matter of that right fit and finding the right right players, right student-athlete and everything to come in. Um, internationals, obviously, it's a little more tricky unless you're able to, you know, get out there and go watch them live, uh, depending strictly on highlight film and just the, the connections that I have, trusting them and, the, you know, just trusting in their word that these players are actually, you know, worth uh, bringing over and things like that. Okay. Well, you've got a, a year, right? So what what's on your calendar in terms of events? What where do you what tournaments do you plan on going to? How far wide are you going to be looking? What's that going to look like for you? Yeah, to be fully honest, I'm not trying to leave any rock unturned. I will go anywhere the ballers are. I mean, I actually I think I put it out there on Twitter a couple of days ago like, "Hey, I'm I'm trying to get my, my August recruiting schedule together and shoot me some events." Uh, and there's a couple of events, some some individuals put out there. I had no idea we're going to be going on really close to me. So I added them to my uh, my calendars. But, you know, I'll, I'll hit up the typical, you know, uh, GA events, ECNL, ECNL, RL. Uh, with me being really close to like the St. Louis and Kansas City area, uh, there's going to be a lot of league games in my area. So I'll attend those. Um, I honestly plan on, you know, taking advantage of not having my own season and worrying about uh, preseason and stuff so it's like all right let me go to some junior college games as well so yeah I honestly I plan on being on the road all of fall taking advantage like I said of having that time to be able to attend events I usually wouldn't be able to because of my own games oh that definitely makes a lot of sense well whether you're at a junior college game or an ECL tournament or, or any of these yeah. events kind of what makes up the hierarchy of things that you're looking for in a player that you want to bring into that first class whether that's on the field stuff or off the field stuff yeah, honestly, I think the, the easiest part of my job is finding a good soccer player. Uh, I think the, the difficult part and the part that can get tricky is finding out who they are off the field. Um, with, with me having this year to be able to recruit, I, I really want to take my time and get to know my recruits um, and, and, and get to know them who they are as a daughter, as a friend, and everything like that. Uh, so that that's really the key piece for me, just finding out who they are off the field because, I mean, with it being a startup, it's like that that first recruiting class is going to be really big for me. And uh, every recruit that I've actually had the honor of discussing things with and, you know, recruiting right now, I tell them that, like, I'm going to depend on you to come in, help me create the culture, the identity, basically what we're going to be known from from day one and moving forward. Okay, awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the school. Uh, yep. you know, I think there's a couple Lincolns that are out there, yeah, there in the wild. So I, I always uh, have to add that Missouri, like yeah, we're the, the one in Missouri. So right. yeah. not Pennsylvania. Not, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, one has Memorial after the name. Yeah, exactly, I get you. Exactly. So, um, well, obviously you're new, only being there a month, but what was it about the school that really made you say, yes, I want to be a part of this institution? What are some of the cool things that you found out about the school already? Maybe some things we wouldn't even know by going through the website. Yeah, uh, for me, um, we are HBCU. Um, one of the, I want to say one of the first and oldest in Missouri. Uh, so that was one of the things that, that really stood out for me. Um, just just the amount of, of 
pride in, in the, the traditions and culture here. Um, like I said, I've only been here a month, but um, within my interview process, I met with the Booster Club and, and the, the support I got from that day until now has just been unbelievable. I've had local club coaches, local high school coaches, and again, boosters reaching out to me saying how excited they're, they are about, you know, the the program and everything like that. So I'd say just the support. I mean, um, obviously every university has support. I, I would like to think within athletic departments, um, but to, to be a startup program and already have the excitement around the, the, the team and I have yet, you know, scheduled a game is is very exciting. So that, that was one thing. Uh, I was happy to learn that I have the the support of not only the community, but the university as well. Okay, that's great. Well, speaking of support, what, what kind of support does the school offer the student athletes in terms of really helping them balance the rigors of being a, a, an athlete and the rigors that uh, come with being a student? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I know, I know for sure we have like a uh, academic success center. Uh, obviously, they help with like tutors. Um, help with like you know uh, whether it's um, improving like study studying skills and things like that uh, but yeah those are those are just a few of the resources I know off the top of my head that they do there um, but yeah and then uh, within our department I mean we have advisors that will assist our student athletes with their schedules and everything like that making sure they're on track to graduate and everything like that. Okay well in terms of other support kind of what folks are there maybe in the athletic department, whether that's athletic trainers, strength and conditioning coaches, what, what kind of ancillary services do you see your student athletes being able to take advantage of? Yeah. So actually both of those that you just mentioned, uh, our athletic trainer, actually, I just met with him a few minutes ago. Um, our strength and conditioning coach, he's already, you know, been in talks with me as well. Uh, just, you know, trying to get an idea of what it is I would like from him on that side of things. Um, and, and, and the fact that, that he, has admitted to me he probably doesn't have the the best soccer background but is willing to you know reach out to some resources that he has and everything that means a lot to me because obviously uh, usually at the college level your strength coaches you know the football guy that that was given soccer so just the fact that he's willing to you know do his do his resource uh research and, and make sure he's he's doing everything possible to help me out with my my team is, is great but but yeah, the 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 resources, like I said, the the training staff, the the strength and conditioning, um, from our SID, uh, media people, every everyone's been very hands on and and ready for me to get that first commit because that that once I get that first one, man, we're we're gonna blast it all over the place and it's 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 gonna be up from there. Awesome, awesome. Well, it, I know it's really forward looking and and yeah. you know, I'm not I'm not holding anything you know, rock solid here, but do me a favor. <laughs> let's fast forward maybe 14 months. Let's say it's October of your first season. What do you envision that's uh, a week in the life of a student athlete going to be when it, when his practice is going to be game schedules, uh, classes, what's it normal week going to look like for him? Yeah. So um, from what I know, the GLVC, their games are Friday, Sunday. So we'll be, mm -hmm. you know, participating in our games on Friday, Sundays, uh, for me, I usually give that Monday. That's your your day off, relax, chill, catch up on some homework. Uh, those those Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. I mean, we're practicing, trying to get everything in. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, practices. Ideally, I would love to practice in the morning, um, just because I'm a person. You know, early bird gets the worm. Plus, I mean, why sit around and wait all day and have practice at night? We can just go ahead and knock it out. Plus, it's a little cooler. But no, nah, yeah, practices, you know, perfect ideal world would be in the mornings uh, so they can, you know, 
do the rest of their stuff in the in the day classes homework and stuff like that but yeah okay well in terms of you know obviously you've only been there a month but do you know what your overall staff is going to look like in terms of assistant coaches and is there a plan for that before the season starts yeah, so I actually just posted my assistant position uh, role. I want to say it was posted last week, actually. Um, so I'm hoping to have someone in maybe by September uh, to help me out. Because, again, right now it's just me and it's, it's a lot, a lot going on. So I, I, I can't wait to have an assistant. Um, ideally, I would love to have a staff of about four, um, whether that's, you know, a GAA volunteer. And then, the, and like I said, my assistant position that was just posted. But ideally, perfect perfect world uh we, we will have a staff of four so yeah okay well i know you're no stranger to college soccer so um but in terms of you know this role how would you describe how you want the, the the team style of play to look and and how would you describe your style of coaching yeah as far as the style of play um honestly i i feel as if that's going to be something i truly determine uh once everyone's here and i see them together um, ideally, I was a goalkeeper, so I'm very defensive minded. Um, I would like us to be good defensively before, you know, we start wanting to throw everyone out there into the attack and, and you know, want to score goals. Uh, but yeah, once once I get everyone here on campus um, and see how we, you know, gel and work together, I think I'd be able to figure out exactly, you know, uh, our style of play and everything as far as formations and just, you know, how we attack things. Um, but, but yeah, that's that's something I, I, I think about every day, honestly. I kind of try not to get too far ahead of myself and fast forward to, to this time next year when I'm hopefully, you know, starting my own preseason, but yeah. Okay. And maybe thinking about to your former players or mm -hmm. uh, anything else, how would they kind of describe you and the way that you like to coach the team, you as a coach? Ooh. Yeah. So hopefully they're, they're saying I'm very uh, dynamic, try to, try to adjust on the go. Um, I, I try to prepare them as, as best as possible. I will always have a game plan in mind, uh, but at the same time, I am not ashamed to be like, okay, that didn't work or it's not working. Let's change it. Um, I'm very big on asking my players what they think and what they see. Um, so I think it's important for me uh, when in the recruiting process to know that I am able to, you know, get players here that are able to think for themselves and read the game and be able to answer those questions. Cause I will honestly ask you at halftime, like, what, what do you guys see? What, 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 what's going on in the field? Cause I mean, it's easy for me to sit there on the sideline and think I know what's going on, but you're in it, you're, you're playing it, you're, you're running, you're running around trying to figure things out. So what, what, what do you guys see? What do we think is going to work? So uh, the, the, just making sure I have players that are able like I said, just to answer that question. And, and I promise it's not a trap question, but uh, yeah. Okay. Well, several times you've mentioned, you know, the support of the, of the school, which is fantastic. So mm -hmm. of course, parents and, and players are always hoping to get that uh, athletic scholarship money. Yeah, um, yeah. So has the school given you a, a decent bit of support in terms of scholarships and what's available and, and, and that sort of thing? Yes, they actually have. I'm actually very proud of the, the budget I've been given, especially for a startup. Uh, I think I have everything I need uh, within my grasp to do what I uh, plan on doing um, and setting things, setting the groundwork, like I said. I do have scholarships available. Um, I'm, I have a few offers out right, right now, so hopefully, you know, we'll get some verbal commits here pretty soon. Uh, but yeah, 
if okay. we do have some scholarships, which like I said, like you said, would have been the startup. I'm very happy with that. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, now normally I, I, the, the question I end on is about what advice would you give families and parents and stuff, but I'm going to yeah. skip that this time okay. uh, and uh, because you're in a unique situation, you got a year left. And by the time this this airs, it'll probably be, I don't know, September or something, but yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you the last word and that's go ahead and, and sell your program, sell it to anybody listening who, who you want to see, give them the pitch and hopefully it'll draw some interest for you. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, hey, anyone out there still looking for a home, Lincoln University, yeah, we're located in capital of Missouri, Jefferson City, uh, Division Two Women's Soccer. We will start competing uh, in the GLBC come fall 2024. Uh, basically, for me, I'm looking for players out there that, that, that are willing to grind and put in the work uh, that are open to that unique possibility of being part of something, you know, special, being a part of history. Uh, and, yeah, just ready to get out there and win some games. Awesome. Well, Coach, wish you the best of luck. If you get Thank down you. here to Bradenton, Florida, where yeah. we have ECNL events all the time and other tournaments, yes, please yes, let me know. Uh, love to show you around, and we'll grab a cup of coffee or something and, and try to load your roster, all right? All right. Sounds good. Definitely need to get down to Florida, man, for some some ballers out there. Awesome. All right, Coach. Thanks, and good luck. Thank you. Hi, everybody. It's Matt from Discover College Soccer. I hope you're enjoying the podcast, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I also wanted to let you know about the Discover College Soccer Study Table. This is our brand new online portal that is complete with a 14-part online course giving you all of the ins and outs of the college soccer recruiting process. There's also a wealth of resources such as checklists, templates. There's the spreadsheets that have every soccer program in the country along with their coaches, their contact information, their social media information, uh, some basic stats about the school and more. Plus there's an online community where you can ask your questions, share your wins, your losses, any questions that you may have around the college soccer recruiting process. It's all there at the Discover College Soccer study table that you can find at discovercollegesoccer.com slash study table and hopefully we will see you there.